Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy through relationship with Jesus. I'm your host, Emily, a certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is your life, and I'm so excited that you are here with me right now, taking the time to pursue and accelerate your faith-led self-love journey. Now let's get to work. Hey, you guys. I hope everyone is doing well on this beautiful Monday we've been blessed to spend together. Thank you so much for joining today. I am so happy to be talking with you right now. And before I begin, I just want to say if you ever want to continue the conversation or have questions regarding something I said in an episode, please do not hesitate to jump into my DMs or my email or fill out a a contact form on my website. Connecting with you guys on an individual level is truly one of my favorite parts about doing this. So welcome and hi, and I invite any and all questions or suggestions or comments. Um, Someone recently asked me in my DMs what like my favorite part of podcasting was, and it was like connecting with people. So I just wanted to make that known to you guys as well and just reiterate that. But today I am super excited for this episode. I just love and I'm in awe of how the Lord just laid it on my heart so clearly to talk about. And then also in my little question box in my Insta stories last Thursday, I got a comment saying um, from a sweet friend in our community that they needed advice on how to not worry so much. So I took that as further confirmation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And yeah, I'm just believing that this podcast episode is about to give someone a new perspective and just change the trajectory of their day or their week. Um, And yeah, I'm really excited. I also just want to mention some news about the podcast before we get started really quickly. We are switching to a bi-weekly approach instead of weekly every Monday. This is a very prayerful decision, but I'm honestly super excited because I feel like the Lord has made it so clear to move forward in patience and just overall like doing this in the best way that I can, abiding in in the vine of, of the Lord. I just think that this is the best decision for us. And I think I'm going to be able to have some super like spiritually saturated episodes that I can put my all into. I can give you the best energy that you guys need in these episodes and that I'm also not on the back end, like frantically trying to be like, God, give me an episode. Like, you know what I mean? Just resting in his love and just allowing him to speak to me and what I need to deliver and being able to do that um, on a biweekly basis. Um, and furthermore, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I need to breathe. <laughs> I'm recording again for the first time today, like with a camera. So I think I'm like trying to be all like sit up nice and tall, which that's not me. So why are we doing that? Um, anyways, <laughs> glad we got that out of the way. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Um, that that being said, by doing a biweekly approach, I can also move into some other projects and create time for more of those things. Um, one of them being also getting video like posts up, video snippets up. Um, But just moving into more, having my attention go to other projects that the Lord has placed in my heart as well. So we're going to be very well-rounded and I'm really excited to switch to this bi-weekly approach. I already have an episode that the Lord has laid in my heart for the following episode and I'm going to, I have a bunch of guests that I want to reach out to to get on here. So I'm just really excited for 2024 in this year of episodes that we're going to have. So yeah, anyways, that being said, let's move on back to the episode. And before we get into anything. I just want to pray together. I started doing that last week at the beginning of every episode, and I think it's really smart 
and wise to do. And I think it helps me get my heart in the right place to speak to you guys. And yeah, so if you just bow your heads with me, again, if you're driving or walking or anything, just open your heart to the Lord. You don't have to bow your head and close your eyes if you're operating a moving vehicle. Um, so yeah, Lord, we just ask that you fill the space. Holy Spirit, just pour into me and pour out of me so that everything that I say will flow from you, Lord. Um, if there's anything that needs correction in my speaking, I hope that you bring it to my attention so that I can correct myself and deliver it in a better light. Um, this podcast is for you and your glory, Lord, not mine. So whatever you want to do or say here, I ask that it is done in your will. And we just pray all these things in your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much for giving us this episode topic and this time together. And we pray that we learn your wisdom and all your ways in this episode today. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, perfect. I'm excited. All right. So now the title of today's episode is peace be with dot 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 me. Um, because I think we've all heard some form of the statement, peace be with you before, whether it be, you know, from those in an actual church building or from strangers on the street or hippie movies or whatever it may be. I'm sure that you've heard it just like you would hear any other casual statements of the sort. But I want to tell you today that we can take that phrase literally because peace be with you is not, is not merely a void statement. Rather, it is a living promise from, from God to us. Um, Actually, let me repeat that because I had a very important word written down that I need to say. <laughs> um, hold on, hold on. Words, where are my notes? Where are my notes? Um, but I wanted to tell you today that we can take the phrase literally because peace be with you is not merely a void statement. Rather, it is a living promise to us from God in the flesh. That was the important word. Um, so I got surgery on Friday, fun fact, but or not this past Friday, whatever, a couple Fridays ago. Um, by the grace of God, I'm recording this podcast right now. Glory to him in, the, in, in um, I'm feeling well. But leading up to the surgery, I literally wrote these notes that I, I have I'm staring at right before I went to bed the night before. So Thursday night. And I kept hearing like from people or whatever, just, oh, are you nervous? And I would think to myself, like, why aren't you nervous? I'd hear, are you worried? And honestly, I can't say I was ever nervous at all. Um, when I took a shower the night before, I got like slight nerves in the sense of like, oh, wow, like I'm about to be in a cross casting crutches for six weeks. Um, I got a bunionectomy, by the way. Um, that's, that's, that's the point of the surgery. And I can't say I was looking forward to the act of like being in the hospital, but I also can't say I was worried. I just really trusted the Lord to take care of me and that this was a good thing that I was able to do for myself. And the timing of everything just seemed so perfectly carved out. And I confidently ask that he bless the hands of those who are on my care team. And just, I completely trusted that the Lord would provide for me. And because he has shown himself loyal to me for not only the past four years of my walk with him, but also just throughout my entire life and also throughout scripture. Like when you read the word with the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you believe every single one of those words of the ancient texts. Like they're not fairy tales or fables. You actually know that they happened. And then you can take it to science and history and archaeology and you actually know that they did happen, like scientifically proven for real. Anyways, I just had this really overarching sense of peace. So let's look at John 14, 27. And this is where God in the flesh makes that promise to us that I say that it's not a void statement. It is actual like living words. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Oh, I'm butchering words today. <laughs> John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Again, not merely a void statement, but living promises, a living promise from God in the flesh. So I want to bring to light some definitions that I think will be helpful to understand this verse, verse better. Um, so, all right, the English word peace is defined as freedom from disturbance or tranquility. However, 
Peace in the Bible, where that text comes from, is the English equivalent of the Hebrew word shalom, which also means peace and is used to title Jesus in the book of Isaiah as the Prince of Shalom, or in the full English translation, the Prince of Peace. Stick with me. However, in Hebrew, shalom does not mean an absence of all troubles and worries, as the English equivalent seemingly promises with the definition of freedom from disturbances, but rather it provides a deep feeling of wholeness or wellness. So Jesus is referring to a peace and calm within your heart in the absence or presence of troubles. This makes total sense because we know that Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever and does not change based on our circumstances or feelings. So no wonder why he's able to offer an everlasting peace that is actually attainable no matter what's going on because it has everything to do with who he is and nothing to do with where we are or what we feel. He offers it in spite of our life, his peace, not because of our life. So full reign and access to his peace 24-7, that is why Jesus follows up with the statement of my peace I give to you with the statement I do not give as the world gives. Because we only know peace in this world, as the English definition tells us, in the absence of disturbances, which we know we all, we, we can't avoid. It's inevitable. We're going to have disturbances, like all the way from minor ones, like you, you woke up on and <laughs> two seconds after your alarm or two seconds before your alarm all the way to like major conveniences like having the death of a loved one but by his grace and love he has shown his face to us that we can live out the final statement of that verse which encourages and calls us to not let our hearts be troubled and not to be afraid before we continue i want to help you create a secret meeting place with the lord in your mind somewhere only you and him know about somewhere where you feel protected and safe to discuss everything with him, where you can let your spirit run free in prayer without judgment of what thoughts come in, come in your mind. I want you to close your eyes and imagine, or again, if you're operating moving vehicle, just do this to, to the best of your ability without closing your eyes. Um, I want you to close your eyes and imagine Jesus sitting in front of you. And don't get too caught up with what he looks like. If it were the most important thing, he would show his actual face to each and every person that believes, and he doesn't. So just, just know that it's his presence that's right there. Then ask him to paint a picture of your meeting place. Maybe it's some place that brings you a total comfort that you've already been on this earth, or maybe it's somewhere fictitious. Just make sure it's a place that you have no negative bias towards. Are the two of you sitting? Are you standing? Are you laying down? Are there any noises happening in the background? What colors are involved? Is it day? Is it nighttime? So kind of get that picture in your mind. And if you need to pause the episode, I encourage you to do so. Ask him to give you the guidance as to what this peaceful space base encompasses for you because it's a personal relationship. God relates to us. He came down in the flesh to relate to us. When you have that place in your mind, imagine Jesus saying the words to you, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. And I encourage you, if you want to go back to those words of scripture and read them in yourself, in your own Bible, if you Google it, whatever you can do to get the verse and just, or write it down, and imagine Jesus speaking it to you. Not me speaking it to you, but just take the word and ask the Holy Spirit to read it to you because that is where the magic is going to happen. And take those words to heart, understanding that he means it and you can accept it right then and there. Then repeat the words to you, I am safe a few times over to yourself to get your nervous system regulated and calm down to know that you truly are in a safe space when you are with Jesus. Okay, amazing. Now I have a secret meeting place with the Lord that you can go to anywhere and everywhere. You belong to the Lord and he will never not be there for you. I want to read from Ephesians because I think it just paints a beautiful picture 
of how Christ ransomed for each and every one of us. Um, it's chapter two, verses 13 to 15. Um, let me pull it up. All righty, here we are. Right? Yes, I'm in, I'm in the right spot. Okay. But now you have been united with Christ Jesus. Once you were far away from God, but now you have been brought near to him through the blood of Christ. For Christ himself has brought peace to us. He united Jews and Gentiles into one people when his own, in his own body. Here you go, butchering scripture. He united the Jews and Gentiles into one people when, in his own body on the cross, he broke down the wall of hostility that separated us. He did this by ending the system of laws with its commandments and regulations. He made peace with Jews and Gentiles by creating him in himself one new people from the two groups. I want to read that last thing again. He did this by ending the system of the law with its commandments and regulations. He made peace between Jews and Gentiles by creating in himself one new people from the two groups. Oh, I love scripture so much. Okay. Um, so I want to hone in on that last part of the reading when it says, then he made the two people one new kind of people like himself. It's a different translation that I just quoted, but it's the same same word. Um, so then he made of the two people one new kind of people like himself. In this way, he made peace. So science can prove that some of us human beings can be addicted to our own stress. And we get stuck in constant fight or flight because we are just routinely getting into these surges of adrenaline that are not normal for our body to experience as often as they happen. So when scripture tells us that when Jesus made the two people one new kind of people like himself in making peace, then that's pretty a pretty clear indication that we have to become new and we should strive to become like Jesus, have a mind like his, think the things that he would if that is how peace was brought to light. So what does that have to do anything with fight or flight or addiction to adrenaline? It has everything to do with it. And we're going to talk about four attributes that we should strive to have that point us in the opposite direction of adrenaline, um, all of which the Lord has mastered. So while we look to him for peace, we can also look to him for these attributes and these things that will help us see and adopt his peace. And they are patience, trust, simplicity, and contentment. And I'm going to talk about each of these in like a mind dump style of things. Um, that you can do in your personal life so they're more applicable to you. But I also just encourage you to use these four attributes as journal prompts and think of ways that you can do so yourself Um, because with Christ living in you, his peace is already in you. So you definitely have the answers within you. Um, Thank you, Holy Spirit. So don't be afraid to sit with it. Um, All right, so patience. And I'm gonna have, I'm gonna say here, see also the word stillness. And I think a lot of us that are addicted to our own stress don't know how to sit still myself included my hand is raised here because and it's something we're working on you know and i'm not not to be that old hag that just says oh our society we get everything with instant gratification and it's it's those dang phones put those dang phones up but we have our, our society is not cultivated off of patience especially if you live in like the northeast area like me like Long Islanders, everything is bang, 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 boom. Um, Nothing is slow. Everything is, you know, you get it when you want it. Like my DoorDash today came in 15 minutes. Like that that's faster than I could drive there, order it and bring it back. I mean, maybe that's the point of DoorDash, I guess in, in some other cities, it takes like longer time. I don't know, whatever. But what I'm saying is practicing patience is going to take time if you're new to it. And I really just encourage you once a week to schedule in activities that don't involve your phone, that don't involve TV, that don't involve just something that you have to do with your mind, your hands, whether it's reading or journaling or 
crafting something or starting a new project or just sitting outside with no distractions and just allowing the Lord to be with you in those moments. And because I think also, like, especially if you're someone who is in pursuit of self-love, like you want to get to know you, right? You're not going to be able to do that if you're still just spending your alone time on your phone, like clouding your mind, doing things 24-7 to fill that. Like you have to know who you are when you are doing nothing, when you have no distractions. So I encourage you to invite the Lord into that space to cultivate patience, to be really intentional about your time. Um, because if you've ever read scripture before, you know that Jesus never ran. He walked places. He walked with his followers, did a lot of walking. It's probably how he, how he had all his exercise because there were no, you know, two, two-story gyms back in the day. Um, and he never rode anything faster on an animal than a donkey. Donkeys are pretty slow. So one of the reasons why I believe Jesus had so much peace, well, besides being God in the flesh, was I think, well, let me rephrase. I think a good way that he exampled his peace to us is by taking things slowly and not being in such a hurry all the time. Um, this also comes with prayer when you pray to God. Don't give God a timeline and say, Lord, I need this to be done by tomorrow. <laughs> I need it to express it to you and then turn around and express it back to me. It doesn't have to work like that. Sometimes it does. Sometimes he's kind enough to answer our prayers literally right away. Um, but other times he's kind enough to take his time and to not operate on the schedule that we desire. So don't be afraid to go through the fire, to go through the hard thing, to you know, seek his face in adversity, like just have that patience and ask the Lord to show you how to cultivate patience um, in your life. Number two is trust. Trust is a big one. A lot of people have trust issues, rightfully so. Um, there are a lot of reasons why trust may be broken in situations or a lot of reasons why you may have issues after trust has been broken in situations. And I completely understand that. Um, I also believe that I had my fair share of trust issues. Um, maybe even have, I don't know, you know, like you deal with things as they come up. But what I am saying is it is safe to trust God and it is safe to depend on him. And it is spiritually, emotionally, and physically healthy for us to depend on him. Because when we have a healthy dependence on the Lord and we trust that he hears us, we trust that he is working things out for us. We trust that he has the better, higher, smarter ways. We are submitting our life to his and we are at peace because we're no longer fighting for our own things to get done our way. Rather, we are inviting us into his own space because he's already invited us into his by sending Jesus to die for us. And we are just sitting with him and we're saying, I'll walk wherever you walk, Lord. And since I can only do that by faith, you have a trust because you are believing in someone whom you cannot physically see. Um, so I think trust is really important. One way you can do um, cultivate trust in your own life is to simply show up to do the things that you say you will. This will also breed confidence. So you say, okay, you know, if you're saying, God, I need help to get myself to the gym every day, that is a healthy spiritual, that is a healthy physical attribute for yourself. So that is something that God is going to desire for you. So he's going to show you how to do that his way. He's going to take you to the gym. He's going to give you the energy. He's going to give you the strength. He's going to give you the desire to get up in the morning, but you have to invite him into that space. Otherwise he can't move, right? So show up for the things that you say you're going to show up to do and just trust that in your prayers and the things that you can't see and the things that are not within your control that God has it covered. Um, the next attribute I want to talk about is simplicity. And 
this is so important in cultivating peace because if you have, especially in like your materialistic things in your, in your world, and I am one for all the little cutesy glitz and glam stickers, accessories, little pearls and things like that. Like I have magnets everywhere and lights everywhere. And I just, I, I love pretty things, but simplicity and the fact that if it does not bring you peace, it leaves your possession. Same thing with things in your mind. And one time I was literally talking to God and I was like, I couldn't get over this one thing. And I was praying about it, praying about it. And I heard the words, delete the evidence. Maybe I've talked about this on an episode before. I can't remember. And I was like, delete the evidence. Is that biblical? And I believe it's in the book of Philippians. Um, and Paul wrote it and he was saying, um, now I, I forget the past. I'm focused on forgetting the past and forging forward for the purpose of Christ Jesus. Something along those lines. I, I don't, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I was like, oh, like delete the evidence is biblical. Like if you have something in your life that you keep going back to, it's something in your past that keeps pulling you, it has its grip on you. That's not simplicity. Delete it. You don't need to hold on to those old text messages. If you have journal entries that you know are weighing you down, you go back and you read them. And every time you read them, you're depressed. Get rid of the journal entries. Like it served the purpose for the time, but now you don't need it anymore. Let it go. Let go of that weight. It's heavy. Like God tells us that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So we can depend on him alone. That goes back to trust. That goes back to still um, patience and stillness. Like remove anything from your life that does not help you cultivate that peace and help and help you see the peace of Jesus. Um, I just really encourage you everything down from, you know, go through your closet routinely, like every season, go through and don't be afraid to like give things up, throw things out. Like it's okay. Like I, sometimes I would feel bad being like, oh, like I'm like, just, I'm getting rid of all this stuff. Like I once spent money on like, yes, it served you for a time and now it doesn't anymore. And that's part of being faithful stewards of our belongings too, is getting rid of the things that have spiritual, emotional, physical ties on us that are weighing us down. So in order to move forward, simplify your life, get rid of anything materialistic or mental that is not serving you, get it out, get it onto paper, pray about it to the Lord, drag it to the cross, whatever it may be. Just simplify your life. I encourage you to do that. And the last attribute in order to help cultivate the peace of Jesus in your life is to have contentment. And I know I talk about gratitude every single episode, but it truly makes such a, a a big difference in your life when you are focused on all that you have instead of all that you are not. And I'm reading this book right now called Deadly Emotions. It's by Don Colbert. He's an MD. And it is phenomenal. If you are into like sciencey self-help books, I definitely encourage you to read it. Um, what was I saying? Contentment. And it talks, <laughs> um, it talks all about how we can have toxic emotions stored up within us. And he said something really interesting that like we tend to think love and hate are opposites, but they're actually not even on the same scale. And he says that scientifically what he's found with his research and also in scripture is that the more hate we have in us, the more it builds up and the more it just ruins and, and contaminates every other emotion in our life until our entire body is riddled with hate. But luckily the same happens with love. So if you have contentment in your life and you're inviting that into your life and you're leading with gratitude, leading with all things and praise for the Lord, like the scriptures tell us so many times, you're going to just be infatuated with everything around you. Like the everything's going to be happier. It's going to look brighter. You're going to have a bigger smile on your face. You're going to find more joy in your life. And that's where you have fulfillment. And that's where you have peace because it doesn't matter about the materialistic things or, you know, whatever is going on in your life that is causing those disturbances, but you still have that peace just because in your heart, you have contentment and praise to offer the Lord. So yeah, not to say that you can't bring your emotions to God, because that is also part of trusting God and simplicity, right? You have to bring those things in order to give it up and to adopt 
the better things. Um, yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say. But yeah, so to hit the nail on the head and circle back to the beginning of the episode, yes, peace really can be with you. Even with your mind that likes to worry, even with a lot of big events coming up, even with a lot of noise going on in the background, because with the Holy Spirit living inside you, that means peace is also inside of you. Peace is not contingent on an absence of chaos, but rather the promise of eternal order within your soul. Hallelujah for the King who has left his home in glory and come down to grace us with the gift of his forever presence. Like, I really just want to encourage you to get into the habit of going into your secret meeting place with the Lord daily um as often as you can and if you it, do it as soon as you remember like if you don't remember until you're you know making dinner then get into your secret place as you're making dinner um there's not a time limit to it it's just you know but also like then also do dedicate like time to sit really sit down and like have your own like mini quote-unquote therapy session <laughs> you know um but it's just an amazing way to start a prayer life to help you get comfortable to talking with jesus as a friend that he is also um the friend that he is, and also just trusting your heavenly father because that setting is always accessible to you wherever you enter it. Like it exists in your mind um, because he is there. And what a beautiful way our mind has been developed to paint this imagery to help us grasp even the tiniest bit of the magnificent peace that the Lord brings us. Like I am just constantly amazed by the Lord and what he does. But overall, this is kind of a short one, but I hope this episode encouraged you and remind you that peace is always something accessible to you because the Lord is always near to you and he is the Prince of Peace himself. And we thank you, Jesus, for becoming God in the flesh and providing us with unwavering comfort. <sighs> All right, will you pray with me again? Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for this episode and the scripture that you have provided us and for me to speak on. Um, and I, I just pray that the words that you spoke through me touch somebody today, Lord. I encourage you all that are listening to invite Jesus. Jesus, just I ask you that you encounter everyone in the ways that they need to be encountered this week. Give them a radical peace that surpasses all understanding um, so that they know that it was you who gave them the peace, Lord. Jesus, I ask that you still every wrong in the person listening what they're going through in their life I ask that you show them that you are greater than that your blood is greater than that and you have overcome all worry all doubt or all fear and they have no reason to be afraid Lord thank you for giving us a spirit of power love and a sound mind Jesus I just pray that you carry us through this week let us lean on you alone for our dependency and trust and that things are going to come to pass and we just thank you Jesus so much for inviting us into this space today and for joining us on this podcast in your name Lord we pray amen Alrighty. So yeah, that's it, guys. Be sure to pass this episode or podcast along to anyone who you think could benefit from hearing it. And if you would like to take the time to rate and review this podcast as well, follow or subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on, I would so appreciate it. Um, I feel like I just say that every time and that's kind of redundant, but I truly do mean it. I do really appreciate it. I can't wait to chat with you guys next week. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. Jesus loves you. XOXO. Whoop. Choo-choo. With the biggest virtual hug in the world, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at The Uncensored Self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more faith-based self-love content and updates about The Uncensored Self. I love the encouraging community we have on social media, and I especially love chatting with my listeners. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share, or just want to chat, DM me or send me an email at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly messages free of charge. 
All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at TUSpod. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. Jesus loves you. XOXO, Emily.